Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Generation Z, Patient Zero. I am your host, as always, Laith Addy, and in this episode, we're going to talk about motivation. Now, the last episode or so, I kind of kept it short, concise, straight to the point type of thing, and I received a lot more positive feedback on those. People really enjoyed them, and I actually had more fun recording and editing them. So that's what I'm going to do here today. So I really hope you guys enjoy this, and let's get this started. Before I get started, I just want to talk about a misconception that I see all the time when it comes to the topic of motivation that I just want to talk about, get it over with, and then so we can move on to more important things. So the more the misconception, sorry, is that people think it's normal to need to look for motivation before getting something done every single time. So what I mean by that is if you find yourself in a situation where you have to kind of push yourself to your absolute limits to get motivated, to get something done over and over and over again. Every time you do that thing, then that's a huge sign telling you that it might not be the thing that you should spend your time on. Motivation should be there naturally most of the time if you're doing something you enjoy, if you're doing something with purpose, okay? So that's something I want to clear up and now we can move on to the more important things. So there are two key, I guess, concepts or things you need to remember when it comes to motivation. If you want to maintain motivation or find the motivation to get stuff done. One is you need to understand the why in what you're doing and have the bigger picture in mind all the time. And the second thing is you need to start taking more responsibility and getting rid of that safety net because that builds urgency and it makes things much more real to get things done. So we'll talk about the first thing for a little bit and then we'll talk about the second concept, the key to motivation after it. So the first thing is the why and the bigger picture. Now this should be a bit more self-explanatory than the second point, which is it's obvious why you need to understand the why when it comes to doing things. I just don't think people understand how important this is. So I am going to talk about it for a little bit. So the bigger picture is basically whatever your goal is in the future, right? It doesn't have to be five years from now or 10 years from now, 20. It could be next month, um, six months from now, whatever it is. I think the longer, the better, because it just makes it easier to plan for. But that's just my opinion. But the bigger picture has to be your vision. What do you want to do? Where do you want to be? What what do you want to have accomplished? That's the bigger picture. And when you're when you have a bigger picture set in your mind, and it's there and you remind yourself of it every day, the why in your actions in what you're doing becomes so much easier to see which gives you the motivation to get things done. So I'll I'll give an example about myself before we move on. And that is, I am not a huge fan of school. I don't agree with a lot of things with our educational system, whatever, so on, just like any other student. Now, my bigger picture, my vision 10 to 15 years from now is me in a certain career. And that career needs me to have my bachelor's And it needs me to have my master's. So, yes, I don't necessarily enjoy school, but that's just life. Not everything is going to 
not everything you're going to get done to accomplish something is going to be to your liking. And I understand that. But I have the bigger picture in my mind. I know where I want to be in the future. So when I am doing school now, even though it's dreadful, I have the why to keep me pushing. I remind myself, okay, if I just get an A in this class, even though I hate this class, that's one step closer to where I want to be 10 to 15 years from now. And that might seem like I'm overplaying it or I'm exaggerating it. But I think that's really the difference between people that actually end up making it and living their dreams and people that don't. People that end up living their dreams and making it, they pay attention to those things earlier on than the people that don't. People that don't, they they say things like, that actually doesn't matter or you don't need to set long-term goals or... I make money, might as well spend it. Money's meant to be spent, so they have a spending problem. All these things, it, it may seem normal because only very few amount of people actually end up being successful, whether they're in their dream career or making money or whatever the case is, that it's actually it actually makes sense that the norm is hearing people like, oh, you don't need to plan that much or oh, you don't need to save that much or oh, you don't need to do all that kind of stuff because majority of the people are saying those things. You just have to find it within yourself to differentiate yourself. And having that bigger picture and understanding the why goes such a long way because every time you're faced with a task or a goal or a challenge and you don't have the motivation for it, all you need to do, all you need to do to get that little boost of motivation is to remind yourself of your bigger picture and the reason you're doing it. Do stuff with purpose. So that's, the, that's I think, the first one. And I think this resonates with a lot of people that are in school right now, especially with COVID and everything being online. Just please keep in mind where you're heading in life or like where you want to be in life. And if school happens to be uh, a direct factor to your long-term goals, then you just found your why in doing well in school or finishing school. Use that to your advantage and make the most out of it. So that's the first point. Understand why and always have the bigger picture in mind. The second very important topic when it comes to finding motivation and keeping the motivation is responsibility and getting rid of the safety net. Now, I'm going to try my hardest not to offend anyone and I hope no one gets offended. Responsibility, I think, is very rare. And I think a lot of people, especially, I think in my generation, to be honest, and I was a victim of it, and the generations younger than us, I think they fool themselves in thinking that they have responsibility. I think entitlement is good, but it's very, very easy to like think you're entitled to more than you actually are. And so because people think they're entitled to more than what they actually are entitled to, they don't realize they don't actually have as much responsibility and they don't hold themselves accountable to anything. And on top of that, they have that safety net, which is the plan B. If things go wrong, I could fall back on this. If things go wrong, I have my parents to support me. If things go to go wrong, I have whatever to fall back on. All these things add them all up then there's lack of ac accountability in actually getting stuff done. Whether you want to admit it or not, there's a lot of students out there. You know what? Even including me, realistically, including me, if I don't do well in school or if I don't find a job right away, I am safe because I could stay at home with my family. Alhamdulillah, thank God 
that that's the case. It's not a bad thing that they that you're in this situation. It's a bad thing when you become ungrateful for it. You start lacking responsibility. You start lacking accountability to your own actions. Having a safety net, and I think Arnold said this, the bodybuilder who was in the Terminator movie, he said that planning, having a plan B is for losers because what it does is that it provides a safety net for you. All of a sudden, you start doubting yourself because you think like, if I fail, it's actually fine because I could just fall back on this plan or... If I fail, nothing really bad would happen to me. It's really bad. And it's actually something that people aren't aware of because they're not as grateful as they should be for the things that they have. I'll end off on an example about responsibility and timeline and gratitude and all that kind of stuff just to kind of make sense of it all. So I basically had, <clears throat> excuse me, I basically had a terrible spending problem literally from last year and before that i always had a spending problem with my money every time i was out on campus i would buy food every time i was on amazon and i saw something even if it's stupid well most of the things are stupid if you buy something from amazon i end up buying it i don't think twice about what i'm spending money on and i always had that safe net in my head that oh it's okay because if i needed the extra cash my dad will be there to give me that extra cash or if I need help paying something off, my dad could help pay, help me pay something off. I always had that like safety net in my head, even though I didn't realize it at the time. It was just there. I realized that and I was like, even though I think I'm responsible, I'm really not. Because I'm not taking accountability in my own actions. And so I had to, right then and there, I was like, I can't be doing this anymore. So I started applying to part-time jobs um, on my campus. I got jobs. I worked both semesters. I don't spend any money on anything that is a want. Clothes, food, I don't spend money on that. I stayed home for the year. I didn't have to pay rent or any of that stuff. I ate at home. I refused to go out and buy food, which is like the number one problem. Really, I just started taking more responsibility in what I do and realized that I can't just keep thinking, oh, I could just buy this and I could get the money back from my parents later and whatnot. I had to understand and accept the fact that if I have a financial goal five to 10 years from now, I have to start taking responsibility right now for my actions without relying on other people too much. And the one thing, and I'm actually doing a lot better with my spending because I am more proud in my actions. And that's the thing. People don't realize the power of momentum. When you start doing something that is good and you become more independent, you become more proud of yourself and that continues to push you to keep doing what you're doing. That's why they say if you want to break a bad habit, stop doing it for 30 or 40 days or whatever the number is because that's enough time for you to build encouragement and independence and for you to realize that I could do it for this long. The longer I do it, the prouder I am of myself. And that's a good feeling. But people are just scared. There's too many distractions. People are think they're entitled to more than what they actually are entitled for. And they don't realize they don't actually have any responsibility. They're not grateful enough. And they just fall into the trap of fooling themselves, thinking that they are responsible. They are Their actions only affect them and they have to deal with it when in reality, they're not. I hope the key points is... Understand the why in what you're doing. Have a purpose in your actions and have a bigger picture in your mind to keep you going and take more responsibility. Be more grateful. Get rid of that safety net that, oh, if I fail, I have this to fall back on. Get rid of that. Have a bit more pride in what you do and more urgency 
in what you're getting done. Thank you for listening. I've been getting a lot of good support for my podcast, so I appreciate that. Let's keep it up. Follow me on Instagram at Generation Z Patient Zero. And until next time, have a great day.